Good morning, Tappers. Good morning, Tappers. <laughs> I hope, I really hope that's recording, Megan. Oh, gosh. Hey, sorry, guys. Sorry, folks. I don't know what that was all about. I'm going to, like, watch my waves, make sure that they're waving. Okay. I mean, I hope it's fine. We just got to gotta keep a close eye on it instead of just gabbering away. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I mean, I felt like everything was going as usual last week or on Monday. I'm not sure what happened. I mean, I was editing the podcast and 10, uh, 10 minutes left and i was just talking to myself <laughs> that must have been fun to listen to yeah i was it was fun because it was like me i would speak and then i would pause for like 10 seconds and then i would speak again and it, you just weren't there <laughs> <laughs> just crickets just cricketies so i had to hop in there real quick and just finish off the potty did did you remember because i missed your text in time did you remember what my what my result was i did yes and i gave like a brief little synopsis of like how you're like anti-semitic or whatever okay so i wasn't there to defend myself (laughs) so that's not fair i was like yeah so like that one just means that megan's anti-semitic and she wants to kill all the jews so okay no or a dm (laughs) oh my god no let's be taken out of context i'm gonna be like canceled i know oh my god we're gonna have to take down the episode when you get on big brother yeah <laughs> god that's never gonna happen especially yeah. now but all right you guys we hope this audio goes through better than last week or last monday's episode we thank you guys so much for joining us on another episode of crime on tap and on our journey once again we are on episode 29 of season two and we still only have 29 unique listeners so i really i try to really clickbait our last title i don't know if you noticed it megan but Monday's episode I titled How We Lost 300 Plus Listeners in a Week. <laughs> ooh, ooh, yeah. Because it's like, ooh, there's drama, people. There's right. drama. Come listen. What did and we like, do? If it was like a YouTube thumbnail, we'd be like, <gasps> like the shocked face, like. Oh, yeah. You know, like, the clickbait. Yeah. Yeah. So I was just like I'm trying a little different like tactic. And maybe I was thinking maybe if we try like posting on like different days. So, like, know how we do, like, Monday, Fridays. Maybe if we, like, switch it up and try, like, a Wednesday, random Wednesday, you know? Maybe that'll – more people listen on Wednesdays. I don't know. Maybe if we switch things up, play around with the algorithm, maybe we'll get more listeners. I don't fucking know. Yeah, because we want that algorithm boost. We talk about that mm-hmm. all the time. Five-star yeah. review for that algorithm boost. I mean, we talk about the algorithm boost all the time, and I really believe it's real – I really believe it's real. I really do believe it's a thing because we got that boost. We had over 300 listeners in one week because of the boost. So we've been talking about the boost, 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 boost since season one. And it's the real deal. We got a little taste of it, but we couldn't make our stay. (laughs) Right. Like we got a little tease. But yeah, we couldn't hold hold on to all those listeners yeah it's it's too much we're just too obscure you know yeah i mean we're just like so out there like maybe some people just don't get it we're so unique yeah so different like that song the only by the only the band Mm -hmm. (laughs) the number one song in america (laughs) even the acoustic version is hitting the charts yeah so it's so unique (laughs) well megan i wanted to just like see um how you're doing 
We know you're like on the tail end of your little COVID battle. And not only your COVID battle, but we all want an update on your knee. Like, how's your gash? (laughs) My gash? So (laughs) it's healed. It's like, it's still got a big scab on it but like i Ooh. i have full extension yeah um I wait move are you it. like urges to pick the scab because i would be ripping that thing off oh my god yeah i touch it all the time i just like <gasps> rub it oh my god i can feel it i just want to pick it well it's like it's so thick that i can even like kind of like knock oh my god. on it oh my and god will happen. <laughs> like knock knock can you give us a little asmr a little knock knock <laughs> um, <he's- gasps> Oh, are you scratching it? Yeah, but it's so thick, it doesn't matter. Oh my god, I bet you can rip that off and eat it like a potato chip. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to. It's definitely like gross though because of my cats and the blankets. Like it has like fur trapped in it. Oh my god, it's its own like um ecosystem. Is yeah, it really it? is. <laughs> There's probably like, like things rubbing in it and shit. Oh, now I gotta take it off to, like, refresh it. <laughs> well, I always like taking it off, because then, like, another one grows back, and I could just take that one off, too. And then you're scarred forever. I, but, like, it's so worth it. Like, who's like, who's attracted to my knees? Sorry. Yeah. Well, I just, I definitely am waiting for it to get smaller, because I just don't want it to bleed everywhere, you know? Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm glad your gash is healing. How is your yeah. body? How's your lungs? Do you have your taste back? What's going on with that? I felt like I did a little bit this afternoon, but it was very fleeting. And so I told Nick, get me ice cream, get me this, get me this, get me this. And by the time he came home from work, I was like, it's gone again. So, Oh, my God. Are you still tasting your um, your dill pickles? Oh, those are gone. So I don't know. Oh, my God. Um, are you still eating your bags of lettuce, like chips? We ran out of lettuce. So I've just pretty much been having protein shakes. Because, like, before I hated them because I felt like it tastes like dust, but yeah. I can't taste them, so it doesn't matter anymore. <laughs> right. Um, are you, like, withering away? Like, are you, like, have any energy in you anymore? Not really. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm very tired. Like, I woke up at 2 today. Are you joking? It's, like, gonna be, it's gonna be, to get my energy back, it's gonna be very fine balance, I feel like. <laughs> but I feel like waking up at 2 p.m. is, like, your dream. Well, it doesn't feel good, though. You know? Yeah. I mean, like it feels... Day is fun. Yeah, because then you wake up and you're like, oh my god, it's almost dinner. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I feel like I could go to bed right now. Like... Oh my god. So are you going to work tomorrow? No, I did reach out and was like, hey, so I, technically it'll only be like four days since I've tested positive. And, and um, she was like, yeah, we weren't expecting you. I was like, well... I feel like you should have told me that. <laughs> yeah, right? Well, Megan, I see you over there slurping on something. So I think it's time that we get into the pour before the four. Yeah, so I still got my um, my raspberry emergency. Can't oh. taste it again. So Yeah. yeah. Maybe just, just put a water. little vodka in there. If you can't taste oh it, God. fuck it. I kind of wonder, like, would I be able to just drink alcohol like oh water? My- I don't i already feel like shit though i don't want to try it (laughs) i was gonna say like maybe you should just go try it right now (laughs) oh my god i already feel like crap i don't want to add to it (laughs) what if you could just like knock back tequila shots and not even have like not even be phased by it i feel like i would get myself in some trouble (laughs) yeah then you'd be sleeping till like 6 (laughs) p.m yeah then it'll be 6 p.m yeah (laughs) well um i have my coffee 
my man Patchy made me my coffee. You know, it's best served when you don't have to make it yourself. So mm. that's how I like to enjoy my coffee these days. Um, but yeah, I got my little cup of joe. Um, it's a Monday afternoon, so it's seven thirty, and I'm drinking coffee, and I'll be right in bed at like nine p.m. So excited for that! <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter. You just go right to sleep. Knock right out. Don't matter what time I drink, what time of day I drink it. Yeah, I'm pretty much the same way. Unless I drink like six or some exorbitant amount. Yeah. But if it's just one cup, yeah, I could go to go to sleep. Yeah. So. Well, Megan, I think it's now time that we get into our show planned for today. Did you want to get us into the episode? Shift into gear because hot toppies are here. <laughs> well, not quite hot toppies. Um, I think we're like getting back on our stride here. I know you're coming out of your little COVID sickness and your your wound, your gash. Um, <laughs> but we decided to do a little update episode because there's been many updates recently of past stories that we talked about. So if you're new here on Crime on Tap, we like to talk about daily crimes, um, crimes in the headlines. And then about once every month or two months, we like to do a little update episode to keep everybody updated of the stories that we talked about. Right. So we have just a couple of little quick ones for you guys. I didn't um, contribute much, but... um... (laughs) Well... I mean, you're still going through it. I know. Take your take it easy. <laughs> but I'm here to support. Yes. Yeah, that's all we want. Um, mm-hmm. All right. So I'm going to get into the first one here. This one is a little girly that we talked about for many months um, when she was gone missing. It's Miss Gabby Petito. Um, so Miss Gabby Petito's family is back in the headlines. And I think we talked about... Um, it was in the last update episode we did. Gabby's family recently filed the lawsuit against Brian Laundry's parents for, um, and the lawsuit was basically that the Laundry parents knew that Brian had killed Gabby, and they were suing them in that regard. And their lawyer came out and was trying to dismiss um, the suit or whatever. But now. Gabby Petito's mother has filed a new lawsuit against the estate of Brian Laundry. So in this new lawsuit, um, it seeks the wrongful death damages of at least $30,000. It states that Brian Laundry had intentionally killed Gabby Petito. And as a direct result of this conduct, Gabby Petito's father incurred funeral and burial expenses. And they have suffered a loss of care and comfort and suffered a loss of probable future companionship security and comfort i don't know what any of that means but they're only suing them for thirty thousand dollars yeah i would yeah it seems like that's not even gonna cover the lawyer costs right the rest of the article was stating like the brian laundry attorney came out and said like oh this was expected to come like they were expecting this lawsuit to even be put forth so i mean like a $30,000 lawsuit for basically what's like the, the pain and healing was pain, pain and, suffer. and suffering. Yes. That one. Yeah. That's basically all it is, right? Like pain and suffering. Like they had to endure the loss of their child, pay for the funeral expenses um, and all that j- jazz. So they're just coming out now with a new lawsuit for $30,000. And that's really the latest update that we have in the Gabby Petito case. So it just seems like, Month after month, we're just going to get 
we're going to keep getting these like little tiny baby lawsuits from the Petito family that are like almost meaningless at this point. They're just trying to like get as much as they can out of this, get much get as much as they can out of the situation. So it's like death by a thousand cuts sort of thing. What's that? Like, um, like your knee. Yeah. <laughs> so I, how do I describe? So it's like, um, they're going to drain them slowly. So it's not going to be like one big, like, Oh, I'm going to like, okay. In terms of death by a thousand cuts. Okay. It's not like I'm going to stab you and it's going to be done and over. I'm going to cut you over and over and over again. So all of it, encompasses you know leads to your death sort of thing i like that because that involves like endurance that's like exhausting it's never ending i love that even more that's so much more painful (laughs) yeah and i wonder if that's what the family is like this is what you know we're gonna put you through the worst like yeah we're gonna do 10 different thirty thousand dollar lawsuits i love that strategy i'm here for it yeah so well and i also think it's interesting that they're suing brian laundry's estate so it's like they're literally suing a ghost right because it's like they can't say the parents killed gabby because they didn't mm-hmm. so it's like the estate the entity that was brian laundry they're oh suing God. so it's like I'm, i feel like it's so metaphoric i love it yeah so i mean just like it's interesting what our courts can do what you can mm-hmm. go around and say and yeah hey i'm here for it drain them slowly baby Get them. <laughs> Get them. Get them. But that's the update on Gabby Petito. So, Megan, into your first update. So, mine is um, about Amanda Bynes. <gasps> she, oh <laughs> she, as we talked about, she was recently, um, her conservatorship ended after nine years. And it was, like, ended on, like, a very amicable note. Like, they're like, yep. Amanda's ready. She's moving forward. Fragrance queen. Right, yeah. Tis the but, season coming out late this year. Oh yeah, remember she because it's June, right? She's doing her all of her big. Oh yeah, she's doing her big traveling to New York City to like work on the fragrance. Yeah, so we're excited to see it. Yeah. Um, she's probably flying Spirit. <laughs> she's driving it herself. <laughs> um. But now she's, like, embroiled in some very bizarre drama with yeah. her fiancé. So her fiancé is a nobody, right? His name is Paul Michael. I've never heard of him. Yeah, she met him in rehab or something. Yeah, they definitely look like um, a pair that could get into some bad drama <laughs> together. <laughs> yeah. So um, this is from TMZ. Ooh! Oh my god and, i love their updates i am always i'm sending megan tmz updates all day <laughs> well that's the thing is that as it goes they update it so mm-hmm. it was um last thursday evening amanda they both had called the police amanda and um paul michael his um i'm uh, sorry every accusation. time i say paul michael i'm thinking i think of paul mitchell like the shampoo I know that there's actually the sponsor of Shearcut Salon is Paul Mitchell. Oh my God. Get them on the podcast. <laughs> yeah. we Maybe I could get like um, their sales rep that we work with, but yeah. I'm not getting Paul himself. Maybe we give like a giveaway or something. Oh my gosh. That would actually be so cute. It would. Oh my God. We only sell Paul Mitchell products. Uh, Paul um, Mitchell. Oh my. 
<coughs> so anyway, this is Paul Michael. <laughs> Paul Michael. And so his accusation was that she was taking his Adderall and getting out of control. Her accusation was that he relapsed and was doing cocaine and um, watching mom and son porn on his phone and was vandalizing his mother's home where he broke all of her pictures and put salmon under her bed. I am sorry, but we just went through Mother's Day. This is like the worst crime you could commit at this point in time. Well, this is before Mother's Day. I, but like, damn, like at least do it after. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, yeah, I wonder how Mother's Day went. <laughs> And apparently he's, like, on, like, mental health medications, and Amanda said that he'd stopped taking those as well. Um, So she said that she'd kicked him out of the house, but he was still there when police arrived. They were both there. Um, She had said, I found his stash of of crack cocaine he's been using for six months. He needs help. Help And so this this is, like, all we'd heard. And then all of a sudden we get updates where she was like, oh, I'm sorry. It was a misunderstanding. That was so crazy of me. It was so crazy. She was like, oh, I just thought he was doing cocaine because the porn that he was watching really disturbed me. (laughs) I'm like, okay. This is making me nervous. I feel a little tingle that she's kind of in in an abusive relationship. I feel like they met each other at their lowest of lows. And they kind of built each other up, and now they feel like they're attached together because they went through some, like, traumatic experiences, and now it's hard for her to leave him. Right, or, like, just the, just that, like, um, yeah, like, they trauma bond and they were really close, but now that they're kind of, like, not struggling with that anymore, they don't have anything in common. Right. And they're just two broken people just bringing each other down. Yep. And Amanda also said that she made him take a drug test from CVS and he tested clean. Oh my god. And so, and then there's pictures, I think the next morning even, um, only hours later, because this happened at 2.30am on Thursday. So like literally, I think, so this was at like 10am So they're just later. updating Adderall. Yeah, they were... They went and got coffee, and they were there's pictures of them kissing and holding hands yeah. and everything. Like, it never happened. I saw that on Instagram. It's like, oh, Amanda Bynes and her boo out running errands and drinking coffee. I'm like, what? Wasn't she just accusing him of all this shit the other day? Like, four hours ago. Like, did they even get sleep? <laughs> Was it an all-nighter? Megan, there's no time to sleep when there's a fragrance on the line. the fragrance is going to smell like cocaine and salmon or something coffee salmon and coke yeah oh my god not that i would be able to smell it i mean i'm just so curious about her marketing strategy i just want to see i just want to see this whole thing go down is she just going to release a fucking fragrance or is there going to be a whole like jeffree star campaign here oh i don't know if anyone could work as hard as jeffrey (laughs) i know jeffrey's jeffrey's like Doing that yak farm or whatever. He pounds the pavement. You gotta give him that. He does. His new banana palette. Oh, so cute. But I only wore makeup. (laughs) Or afford any of it. Yeah, that too. You know. Well, okay. So we'll be keeping up with Amanda. We're going to bring in the dancing lobsters. Oh my God. Bring in the dancing salmon. Oh my God. Fish. (laughs) Seafood girl. 
Um, but already, Megan, thank you for the update on Amanda. We'll keep tabs on her coming in our next update because we know she'll be in the news again. Mm. Maybe her conservatorship should have ended. I'm sorry. Yeah. I mean, maybe there should have been more news around her conservatorship and not Britney's. Yeah, because it's just like, I don't, this bizarre salmon porn thing, it does not scream stable to me. I mean, yeah. I mean, just, I know people are like, get them out of the conservatorship, get them out, get them out, get them out. But it's just like, these two girls that we are watching live on social media, don't act like other girls who are not, or were not ever in a conservatorship, you know? Like They're They're unhinged. (laughs) There's something wrong there with both of them, and it kind of does explain why they were put in one to begin with. I'm sorry, but it's true. Like, Brittany taking pictures naked with her doggy? Uh, yeah, I just, she just updated. It's actually on my, my phone right now. Do you see? Oh, completely naked, and she's got an emoji on her on her coochie. On her poo-poo, she got a little heart. Yeah. <laughs> she, I, I mean, it's the same photo about five times with a different filter it's the same photo okay she's proud of her body <laughs> Alrighty. well this is perfect i'm glad we're talking about britney because this brings me into my next update it's a little baby britney update baby britney so i don't know if you noticed or i mean i think in our last update we talked about how britney is writing her um her book Thankfully, she has writers helping her, or else we're just going to get a bunch of emojis. I know we joke about that every time, but it's so funny because it's so true. God, I wish. <laughs> um, but Brittany recently posted on her Instagram regarding her her new memoir, her book deal, and the title reads, Brittany Spears warns no one is safe, and she's set to spill secrets in her memoir. So her Instagram post reads reads this so let's talk about secrets most people when you ask what their secret ingredient is a disregarded silent treatment comes into play are secrets special are secrets offensive we don't like people telling secrets behind our backs in grade school but i thought we were supposed to share sitting down and sharing my story might not be the safest thing for anyone my book comes out at the end of this year once it's released not sure what's going to happen, folks. Ooh. Oh my god, is she on the writing team for Pretty Little Liars? Because <laughs> I'm getting some Pretty Little Liar vibes. Oh my there. god, it's B. Who is B? Oh my god, it's oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> She would do that too. Like, oh my god, signed B. Like, oh my god, guess who? <laughs> oh my god. Also, incomprehensible though. At the same right. time. I had Very a, confusing. I had a hard thought. Yes, I had a hard time reading it. I felt like I was I felt like I was uh, um saying words, but there were actually words missing in what I was reading. So I just kind of read it word for word. But But I but I, I did like the um we don't like people in grade school telling secrets, but aren't we supposed to share? <laughs> yes. Like story time with Britney. Maybe it's good that she didn't like write her own songs most of the time because yeah. they would not be hits. It'd be like what who what language? I know. Just leave Britney to the dancing and like the dance routines and creating choreography and leave the lyrics to the to the songwriters. But that's the recent Britney update. She's coming out with her memoir. 
it's exciting she gave us a time frame because I think that's the first we're hearing of it. It's coming out the end of this year, so it's going to be competing with Amanda's fragrance. I mean, what more oh could you God. want for Christmas, Amanda's fragrance, while reading Britney's memoir? I, I mean, I can't think of a better holiday. <laughs> Th- those are your gifts, right there, people. Let me tell you what: Black Friday is going to be nuts. It's going to be nerds. <laughs> <laughs> but I am so excited. It might be a, a a little a little bookie that like I might read. Like we might have a little like a book club moment and talk about it. Ooh, that could be yeah. Fun. Like chapter one, Brittany in the paparazzi. We'd have to do a dramatic reading if it is like in her voice because that would just send me. <laughs> you know how I really hope. Um, oh my god! You know who should do the audio version of her memoir? Julia Fox. Oh my god, Uncle John. Uncle John's like, yeah, like no, Jamie no. Lynn was such a bitch. She held a knife to my throat. And it's like, hello. <laughs> like, I did it myself. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks. Um, but yes, that's our little baby Brittany update. So she gave us a timeline of when her memoir is coming out, which I mean, I think that's a pretty quick turnaround from like sitting down with the writers. Telling them, telling them her story, them writing it, editing it, printing the damn book, and releasing it, creating a marketing campaign. You know, there's a lot going on here, and we don't have much time left to get this out there to the people. So I'm excited for it. I'm excited to see this production. That makes me hope that it's really bad. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I love bad media. <laughs> oh my god. I mean, it, it keeps us going, and it helps us make $25 in two years. Yeah. <laughs> but Megan, that's our little baby Brittany update. So bring mm-hmm. us into our next update. So our next one is about the Melissa Lucio. 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 Oh my God. I'm excited to hear about this because I don't know no update about it. So she was the um, Texas mother of how many? Four, oh, of 14. Yeah. Um, so she was put on death row for the murder of her two-year-old daughter which has if you'd listened to our last episode that she was in has been very contested um about whether you know she was coerced into a um confession if it was investigated properly there's even talk of which I didn't read until this article that there was bias that she was living with her father at the time and her father was not questioned as a suspect. He was questioned as a witness. Um, And so he was never, they never investigated him at all. It was all just decided that it was her sort of thing. That is so crazy. Um, So she, Two days before the execution, they put a halt to her lethal injection. This always fucking happens. Like, goddamn. Um, oh, did you want her to die? <laughs> I'm just saying, like, God. Like, don't go this far. And then, like, stop. Halt. Hold on. Like, where were you years ago? Like, why are you waiting two days before? I know. Well, that that's my thing. Well, I think it's because that you just wait and wait and wait. And then you get a date. And... You just have to like deal with it, sort of thing, and right. And it could be in two weeks, so maybe they thought they had more time. Yeah. Um, I don't know, but also there was a correction um, from the newspapers, <gasps> so she would not actually be the first 
um, Hispanic woman to be put to death in Texas, she would be the first in the modern era. So, like, I think they said pre- um, or post-Civil War is the timing. Post-Civil War. Or post-Civil War or post- what did they say? Yeah, I think it's post-Civil War. Um, Wasn't that just like a common thing back in the day anyways? I know. That's why I'm like, that's not real. I would still count her as the first. But, right. Um, <laughs> and like modern civilization. So yeah, and she would be the first woman since 2014. So they haven't put a woman to death since 2014. Yeah. Which, I mean, isn't that long ago. I know, right? I mean, maybe we're old and that is long. Well, it's only like, what, eight years? Man, we all. Yeah, I guess. I mean, we saw all that came do that math backwards like that. That's so hard. <laughs> well, just 22, you know, <laughs> it's 24. It's, it's okay. not that fucking easy, Megan. Okay, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> sorry to embarrass you. I need my calculator. Oh, I love that. The little ASMR Was there? there. Okay, so what happened? It just stopped? They, She's not on death row anymore? Um. So... It's actually been, they're going to do a retrial. Because, oh my God. Because of what her defense, her new defense team put forth, the courts were like, yeah, the, her first trial, there were some unlawful things. So we are going to um, grant her clemency as we redo the trial. So there's, um, they did nine different arguments for why they need a retrial and the court found merit in four of those so i'm going to read the four okay um if the prosecution had not used false testimony no juror would have convicted lucio so they're talking about her her um coerced um confession the autopsy that showed the bruises were older than they actually were so it's saying oh yeah she beat the child when really those bruises were sustained from the fall yeah and um and that sort of thing so previously unavailable scientific evidence would preclude her conviction so again the, those are the um the bruises mm-hmm. they were misinformed about the the cause of the bruises lucio is actually innocent so the court finds that she there is cause to believe that she's actually innocent wow and prosecutors suppress favorable material evidence in violation of federal law so that's them like coercing her um the way that they conducted the the search the way that they interviewed people and all those sort of things so they were able to see that the that the the original case had flaws and so um they're gonna do a retrial do you remember when the first trial was like what year uh, it's 2008, remember? Because it was like, oh my god, Casey Anthony, a bunch of stuff happening. Okay, I honestly time. don't remember. I don't either, and I think it was because she wasn't white. Let's be real. Mm, that's probably true. And nowadays, it's like, power to the minorities. Right, and also, you know, being a woman on death row, that's very, like, like newsworthy. uncommon. Yeah. yeah, newsworthy. She had 14 kids. I mean, that's also... So there's a bunch of other things that were like, oh, wow, you know, this could be interesting. So right. they don't, at this time, have a timeline of when that's going to start, but her legal team and her family are really excited to get justice for her and finally have her back out in the real world. I mean, I wouldn't be shocked if Kim Kardashian's on the case. 
Because isn't that like her whole thing, like getting wrongfully convicted people out of prison? Okay. I have not seen her work a case. Does she actually work cases or does she just steal clothing from dead women? Oh, wow. Oh, my God. <laughs> she borrowed? <laughs> <laughs> or she at least like rented. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she probably had to pay a lot of money. But I thought she did like a few of those cases. Like she helped that one woman. I remember like she was like hugging Kim or whatever. I don't remember. She there's she did something, but like I don't know how involved she is. Like, is anybody hiring Kim Kardashian? Like, I have never seen her on the stand, like trying to like defend somebody. You know, not like a real lawyer like her dad was. Right, like who's like in who's like a trial lawyer who's like in the court like right. he's standing up he's making the speeches yeah you know and that's what i want to see from kim like i would give her so much more respect if that's what she was doing you know yeah if it was more of just more than just i mean she did pass the bar so that's something right but it could have been like a varsity blue situation where she just <laughs> paid people i mean well didn't she take it six times Oh, I didn't see that. I went, yeah. Then yeah. maybe she did do it for real. But I mean, <laughs> so that is an accomplishment. But I feel like that's a big difference between that and like actually being an actual lawyer. Right. <laughs> like I want to see her actually speak what she learned verbal. So like we can all hear that she is actually a lawyer. <laughs> or like even in an interview, like spit out like a lawyer fact or yeah, something. Yeah, like fucking swoon me <laughs> with those lawyer like lingo yeah, because I'm not getting, I'm not getting that. I'm not, get, I'm not getting it. Yeah, we're not getting it here on Crime on Tap. So Kim, mm-hmm. we're gonna need you to, we're gonna need you to uh, step it the fuck up. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna yeah. need you to do to get off your ass and get to fucking work. Yeah, once you have a career that you're actually passionate about, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Maybe focus on one thing here, not like the mat. Yeah. Alrighty. So Megan, keep us updated on what's her name, Miss Lucille Ball. <laughs> 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 yep, she's dead. But um, Melissa, it's L U C I O. So I don't. So the white people would probably say Lucio. Yeah. But I think it's probably like Lucio or something like that. Oh, yeah, like Lucio or like Lucario from Pokemon. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. I'm just like trying to flex my Pokemon knowledge. I, I mean, you impressed me. So right? I don't know. Lucario, Lucario. Oh, my God. You don't know Lucario? Fake fan. No. What was it? Was he a gym leader? Oh, no, he was, like, a newer, maybe, like, third gen. Oh, yeah. He was, like, one of those special Pokemon that, like, were so useless and, like, you never wanted to, like, train them because they sucked. Oh, so he was a Pokemon. He wasn't, like, a person. Yeah, he was a Pokemon. Oh, oh, okay. Oh, my God. Like, I, like, that's, like, embarrassing. You don't even know that. I know. I'm definitely embarrassed. (laughs) Stick to Dungeons and Dragons. Okay. (laughs) I'll just go in my little corner. Go to your common room. <laughs> Go to the common room and play Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> Alrighty, on to our next story here. If you guys don't remember, we talked about the New York City subway bombing. It was breaking news. We were all over it. We were reporting the coverage. Um, and if we remember, the suspect was Frank James. Remember, he was, like, calling in, like, he, 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 I'm at McDonald's. Come get me. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> jokey, 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 jokey. He tried to run, and like they found him around the corner or whatever. <laughs> um, well, he is currently being indicted on federal terror charges. Um, Mr. Frank James is now charged with carrying out a terror attack against a mass transit system 
and discharging a firearm during a crime of violence. If convicted of the terror charge, he faces up to life in prison, with the second charge also carrying out the possibility of a life sentence. There is no current date set for his arrangement. Arraignment. So that's the update we got on Frank James. So, I mean, hopefully justice is being served here, which is so crazy. He's getting a fucking life sentence and he didn't even fucking kill anybody. Isn't that so embarrassing? Well, he certainly tried, so. <laughs> he really did. He came up with a fucking smoke grenade and everything, like it's Call of Duty or some shit. So I'm sure if they didn't put him away for life that he would try again, right? Right. So, I mean, hopefully he starts some shit in, in the prison and somebody just, like, gives him a little jab or something and takes him out. So, he, I when I saw that, I saw that um, his lawyers were saying that there were, they did something wrong. Hold on, let me find it. Hmm. That's something I didn't look up, so you know more than me. For the first time. <laughs> For the what? first time in, in forever. forever. Okay, so um, there's no, they don't say anything more than this, but his lawyers are claiming that the federal agents improperly questioned him. <gasps> they, I looked it up and they have not said anything more. Like there's no in detail. I'm sure at trial we'll, we'll hear that defense. Yeah. But, um, so yeah, I don't know what that, if they're going to play like a race angle. Well, that's interesting. What they're going to do with that. Because you really do got to be careful these days with everything. I mean, not us, but like the police and like authority figures. Because lawyers are like cracking down on like the laws. And if you don't know, what the fuck you're doing or you know you don't do something ethical um shit can get reversed and you can be locked up just as much as frank james can be right if you make one misstep like yeah it's over yeah that's why it's like who the fuck wants to be a police officer these days seriously like kudos to nick for even wanting to work in burlington and hitting people with batons (laughs) well he'll walk down the street and people will, like throw trash at him and say die pig and like he's like i'm not even an officer i'm literally the guy that you guys wanted i'm unarmed right like i'm not a police officer i'm the answer to your question and you still hate me yeah yeah like yeah literally he couldn't even he doesn't even have a firearm to even shoot you no no but they but the, but everyone thinks he's he's a cop and it's like okay so what's the point of what's the point of like oh we need to have something else other than cops right and it's like okay here he is but he's like but he looks too much like a cop he works for the cops yeah it's like okay well what what do you what do you you want right but like what do you want from us sorry i know so but yeah i'm just like who wants i don't know who would even want that job so well, that, that's the thing I don't understand, too, because he's told me, of course, he doesn't use names, but there's been so many times where he's about to let something slide, and then they're like, oh, yeah, fuck you. He's been called the R word a lot, which I think is hilarious, because what? all those people are like, you know, don't use slurs, and like, everyone's equal, and then they're calling him the R word. And and it's so, so it's like, oh, but if it's a cop, then you, you know, you can do whatever. Right. You can say whatever. Yeah. All of your, man, I look pale and sickly. Um, <laughs> I'm just looking at myself. 
but it's like all bets are off and you can say anything so he's like okay well now like and they'll be like i'm gonna fucking kill you and it's like okay so i was gonna let it go now you're threatening me so it's like now i have to write you a ticket it's like if you just like shut the fuck up yeah and all you can do is write tickets so (laughs) yeah and that's why i never understood these like peaceful mob protests when they're like literally antagonizing the police and getting in their fucking faces and it's just like what do you like what do you think you're fixing here like this isn't solving anything whatsoever of course if you get in a police officer's fucking face he's gonna fucking knock you to the ground like i don't know you had it coming i'm sorry i'm sorry but if you go up to a random person and get in their face they would knock you to the ground too right well it's like it's always in the middle it's like not all police are bad but there are a lot of police that are bad right that are crooked so it's like we got to find a middle ground here people and it can't be anarchy like, it can't be a police state so usually it's like the old timers too that are like so set on the, like their traditional ways and they don't understand the new generations and they just want to mm-hmm. like try to be like such like in a, a power like authority position and it's like, okay, Grandpa, relax. Yeah. <laughs> You're old. No one respects you. You're old. Do you even have TikTok? Yeah. I, I mean, I like uh, uh, TikTok dance. <laughs> I don't know. But already, that's our update on in the New York City subway shooter. So into my next little update is on Miss Farrah Abraham. So as we reported last time, Farrah Abraham recently got out of her trauma treatment center and she see. Fe- she has mentioned that she feels like a new woman. She's doing much better. And she's starting her comedy um, career. So also the last time we reported Farah, she was doing an interview with um, Howie Mandel on his like mm-hmm. radio show or whatever. And she was like, um, that's where she was like talking about and promoting her new comedy uh, career. Um, so recently, I don't know, we haven't talked about this yet, the Dave Chappelle attack, where um, Dave Chappelle was performing at this, apparently this, like, live um, recording of, like, this new Netflix series that's going to be out with all these, like, comedians doing, like, their bits or whatever, and Dave Chappelle was attacked by one of the audience members, and apparently the guy had, like, what was it like a fake gun or something with like a knife or something attached to it and yeah i it was fake yeah and he charged dave and he like tackled him and then the guy got his ass beat or whatever yeah by like dave Chappelle, but like all his like friends too like right. his roadies back and of course they're like big old dudes you know right and i mean this guy got the fuck he got the fucking shit beat out of him did you see the pictures of him I saw like it the pictures of like the mob on him. I didn't see him after, but there's a lot of people yeah. that were like on him beating him. Yeah. I mean, it's just so crazy the precedent that Will Smith created here. You know, he really I kind of I mean, we can't not look at the like who was it? Was it like Kathy Griffin? It was like now comedians can't make jokes. Right. Because people are gonna, it's not safe anymore. People are gonna storm this the stage. Yeah. Like, I mean, I mean, it's yeah. so true. I mean, we're seeing it live. There was somebody else. Oh my god. Oh, it was Howie Mandel actually. 
how he came out and said that like now he doesn't even feel safe performing. Like I think he even said like he's scared to even go out there and perform anymore. Because it's well, like, like there's like a set etiquette, you know, that people followed and now a celebrity did it, it's out the window. Like yeah. I feel like it'd be different if it was some random hoodlum. Right. That just jump like everyone be like, Oh, he's crazy, you know. Yeah. But it was Will Smith, you know, so that gives like weight to the action. <laughs> and did you hear Chris Rock after it happened? Which part? Oh my god. So <laughs> It's like the first time that Chris Rock has come out and said anything about the Will Smith situation. Like Mm -hmm. after Dave got attacked, Chris Rock came onto the stage and like took the mic real quick. And he was like, oh shit, was that Will Smith? (laughs) Oh, I did hear that. I did hear that. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, that was like, I mean, that's like an update there. Like that was the first time we heard Chris Rock even talk about the Will Smith situation, which I feel like he had to say something like that. Yeah. I mean, it was the perfect joke. He's a comedian after all. Yeah. So, um, back to Farrah Abraham here. Farrah Abraham recently posted on her Instagram um, a photo of her at a shooting range um, doing a little boom boom powing. And Mm -hmm. she was commenting on the Dave Chappelle attack. She posted on her Instagram saying, if anyone thinks I didn't come prepared for a tour, I come packing from now on. She wrote, um, oh. Safety first, stay in your seat, or don't attend. She also went on to say, Dave Chappelle or anyone else should not be touched while working. Just leave if you don't want to hear it. It's better than jail. And I I mean, I fully agree, but like, all these articles are being released like, oh my god, Farrah Abraham is threatening fans who would attend her shows. And I'm like, can you shut the fuck up? Oh my god. I mean, I get what she's saying, but... I admire the talent of a woman that can make any situation about her. Yeah. I mean, that's her staying power. That's why you don't hear about all those other little T-bombs, those original team. You hear about Fair Abraham. That's right. She- she's got that staying power because everything is about her. <laughs> <laughs> Dave Chappelle gets attacked. It's about Farrah. Exactly. Yeah. Well, okay. When I actually heard, I think me and Farrah are like fraternal twins or something because we are on the same wavelength. When I heard that Dave Chappelle was getting attacked, I was literally driving in the car and I was like, why can't this be like some like squid game shit? You see somebody bolting for the stage for the for whoever's performing and they immediately get shot. You tell <laughs> that does not sound like a solution. <laughs> it is a solution because who is gonna come next? Nobody. Because they know their ass is gonna get shot. You know, it only okay. takes one. What if someone in the front row is, like, choking and that person is a doctor and they're going to give them the Highland Canoe so they're bolting to the front, okay? Or, like, there's – someone just has to take a – is going to shit their pants and they're running to the bathroom near the front of the stage or something. Like, that is not foolproof. Okay, well, there should be, like, a line. Like, if you cross this, like, laser, like, the Matrix kind of shit, if you cross this barrier, a little dinger goes off and you get fucking immediately shot. You tell me, you tell me someone's going to fucking try it next time. I know I definitely don't want to live in a society where you make the rules. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Okay, well, if I'm president, Ferris, my vice president. Okay. <laughs> and we, you better believe it. Comedians will be safe. <laughs> That's going to be your entire platform, your running platform. <laughs> Justice for the comedians. Yes. Um, what is it? 
Yeah, so that's a little ferret update. It still seems it still it still seems like um Farrah is serious about her comedian career, her comedic her her comedic occupation. I don't know how to what to say. I don't know how to say it. She's just going into comedy and she seems pretty mm-hmm. serious about it and she still is commenting about it. So or she's still making it all about herself. <laughs> right. I definitely I hope it's to the caliber of her hit song Blowin'. <laughs> Okay, I feel like you make that little knock or a little jab every time we bring her up. Because <laughs> that song is so good. Remember how I said I love bad media? She gave it to me. She gave me what I asked for. She really so did. I can't hate her. Wait, can you give us a little a verse? I'm blowing, I'm blowing all my haters away. <laughs> I love it when you sing it. Because it's so accurate. Because it's so auto-tuned, too, that it's like a robot. <laughs> it's like... um. Uh, Kim Kardashian song. I forgot what hers is, but it sounds so similar. Oh yeah, all of those like Paris Hilton had some songs that sound like that. Like yeah. Oh, like, are you songs. wait? You did not just fucking say that. I know that you love that song. Oh my god, it's such a bop! I wanted it played at Leah's wedding, and it did not get played. <laughs> I was so upset. I haven't played at my damn wedding. Fuck you all. <laughs> okay, well I'll 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 still dance to it. Okay. Alrighty, and into our final update of the episode. This is a biggie, 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 biggie. I don't know. Did we ever do a solo episode on John Bonnet Ramsey, Megan? Or was it like just like it's so overdone, we don't even want to fucking waste our breath on it anymore? I don't think we did a full episode. I think we did like uh, the quiz of what we did. Oh, okay, yeah. It's just like it's so overdone, and we're tired of it. Like, every time you ask me who the fuck killed her, I'm like, I give you a different answer every time because I can't remember the fucking story anymore. <laughs> yeah, you really do. I'm like, it was the clown. Oh, no, it was the brother. I, no, it, it was Santa Claus, not the clown. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I can't remember anymore. It's just so <laughs> overdone. But apparently there is um, new details coming about, about coming out about John Bonet and her DNA. So the headline reads, JonBenet Ramsey murder, family encouraged by renewed interest in case DNA testing possibilities. So Megan, there's this um, kind of new, I don't know how new, but it seems like it's kind of new because it hasn't been used yet in the JonBenet Ramsey case. And that's why we're talking about it. Um, it's called familial searches. Oh, familial DNA searching, which is a type of DNA um um, which is a DNA technique in like cold case um, discoveries. Um, so how it works is that a DNA sample found at a crime scene matches the DNA sample of someone who has spent time in a correctional facility where authorities can then track down relatives of the DNA owner. So at first I didn't really understand why they're only tracking down people who were admitted to like a correctional facility. But I guess it makes sense because, like, I guess they can't just use, like, 23andMe or, like, Ancestry.com because they don't – they say they don't report their DNA testing to, like, authorities, right? Like, if I sent my shit into 23andMe and then I kill somebody and my DNA is left at the crime scene, they can't just call up 23andMe and be like, hey – we found this DNA doesn't match. Tell us right now. Right? Like, they can't do that. Right. Well, that's what I was thinking. That it's, like, that 23andMe thing going. Right. And, and how 
Because I think it's not just the John Bonet, but I feel like I've heard recently in the news that they're trying that with a bunch of different cold cases. Yes. So apparently it it needs a full, like a complete full DNA sample in order to conduct the genealogy search. Um, in regards to John Bonet Ramsey's case, there were markings of an unknown male's DNA on John Bonet's underwear. But it is not enough to build a full DNA profile. Her that DNA that they found on her underwear is also a mix of fifty fifty with John Bonet's Ramsey's. So it's not a full DNA profile in order to be used for the familial search technique. But I guess um, they're still pushing to attempt to use it. So it's also mm-hmm. said that this type of familial famil famil familial search technique it's got to be like authorized in the states and since Mm -hmm. her murder happened in colorado it hasn't said that it is not approved or whatever but they're trying to get it used in arizona um arizona is always the first to try all that shit (laughs) i know so apparently there was a cold case in arizona that happened many years ago and they used this technique on it and it linked um the dna sample to a family member who was admitted to a correctional facility for child molestation. And they linked that whoever the family member who was in prison, that DNA sample linked to it. And they were able to get the suspect from that DNA sample. So it's worked in the past. I mean, so it's not like just like, Oh, you got to stay out of the database. You got to make sure your whole family stays out of the database too. (laughs) Right. So, I mean, it's, I don't know why, they're like no um i mean i don't know why no one we're not like urgently trying to do this for john benet ramsey you know i maybe there is like some like legal issues here like we're just you know me and you just sitting at home and like we could have fucking done some stupid shit 30 years ago and you know your brother or sister goes to prison and all of a sudden now you're getting indicted Mm-hmm. you know maybe there are some issues there legally and they're like i don't know if it's like the state law it must be the state laws i don't know okay so they're not suing anybody but the family um or the father john but john ramsey announced that they're starting a petition a petition calling on the colorado gov- governor jared polis to allow the ramsey family to hire an independent agency to test the dna in their daughter's case they're wanting Colorado State out of the investigation and want to use their own private investigation, private people. And that's when they want to use the out-of-state technology to test to see if there's a match with this familial search. And then the police and the, the f- local and federal partners have come out and said that they have always included new ways to use DNA technology and they have used out-of-state and state art. They have always used state-of-the-art technology as it has been at the forefront of their investigation. Every time the DNA technology has changed, we work to make sure that invest- the evidence could be tested. So, I mean, I don't know what to believe here. They're saying that they've used everything new that's come out, but like, there wouldn't be a petition if they've used the technology that they're trying to you know petition to use right maybe they don't see it as viable so they're not even counting it i don't know i mean it see it seems viable we've used other types of things like that right so i mean also the colorado governor 
Mr. Paulus has come out and said that the killer of John Bonet Ramsey should not rest easy. I mean, it seems like he's fully on board with this petition. <laughs> See, it's because Patty isn't alive anymore to protect Burke <gasps> that the father is like, do it, do it, do it. Do yes. It. That's my theory. I mean, I'm just glad because governors have a lot of power these days. So, I mean, right. if the governor is fully on board and still in tune with this case, I mean, that is just good news all around for us. So, we're going we'll to keep an eye out. We'll keep an eye out. You know, John Bonet, she's always in our thoughts. We're still thinking of you and hoping your um, murderer is brought to justice one day. What a time to be alive if they find John Bonet's murder. I, like, I mean, I, really, I won't believe it. I know. I really hope they're. I really hope in our lifetime we find out who did it. Yeah, right? <laughs> like, we'll be 50. <laughs> I know. And we'll still be reporting on the podcast. Yep. <laughs> so John Bonet's killer still the lead. <laughs> well, alrighty, Megan. I think that's all the time we have for today. So we're going to park it right here with the updates. I think that's all we have time for this month. So, guys, if you're loving the content that Crime on Tap is putting out, be sure to get over on our Instagram at Crime on Tap Pod. Join the community. Sign into our DMs. Message us. Tell us what you're hating. Tell us what you're loving. We know you're hating the Anchor ad, and you know we're trying our best, but it's not our fault. Like, you guys are just not listening enough. Yeah, listen harder. <laughs> listen more. More. Um, Make sure to tell your friends, family, and foes about us mm-hmm. that you need to listen to us on Spotify, Apple, and the other ones. Right. Leave five-star reviews to help with the algorithm. Yes. And, I mean, we are living proof that the boost is real. Yeah. So, believe in the boost. Hashtag <laughs> believe in the boost. Yes. Oh, my God. We're going to hashtag that this week. Oh, my God. Love it. Alrighty, Megan. So, we'll see you guys next time. Where, Where crime, crime is, is always, always on, on tap. tap. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, there she goes. <laughs>